Welcome back to another episode of the Portal Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Clinton, editor and columnist for Heartland College Sports. If you enjoy our show, please consider subscribing and leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And make sure you send a screenshot to Pete Mundo at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we'll get you a free Heartland College Sports koozie out in the mail. This week, we're going to talk some portal madness. The transfer portal has closed for the spring cycle, and there are plenty of names to keep up with in the portal, and we're just going to jump right into that, and we'll close the show with a couple of interesting stories. Uh, But first, let's just talk about what's going on out here. I've got a list of the top 10 transfer portal candidates or transfer portal players that are currently in the portal, and we'll start with Zakari Franklin. He's a wide receiver out of UTSA, listed at 6'1", 180 pounds. He had 94 receptions, 1,136 yards, and 15 touchdowns for the Roadrunners last season, but the senior is looking to broaden his horizons and and get to a team that can potentially help him climb up NFL draft boards for 2024. It's an interesting perspective. uh, If you look at it from from a fan's point of view, there are talents from all over the country that are looking to join teams that are going to take them to the next level, whether that be competitively in college or if that means draft boards for the NFL. And uh, Zachary Franklin is is a name to watch. He's listed as a four-star, 92 overall rating, according to On3. Uh, will certainly be a guy, if your team needs wide receiver help, that is somebody that you should be uh, you should be looking out for. Jordan Hudson's number two on the list, former wide receiver for TCU. He also has a 92 overall rating as a four-star. Um, and this guy's a freshman. He he came in last year to Fort Worth, had 14 receptions, and three of those went for touchdowns. Uh, obviously, Quentin Johnston took most of the, the targets there last season for Max Duggan, and apparently Jordan Hudson felt he is better off somewhere else, so he decided to leave and uh, – He's one of the top recruits in TCU history, so this one hurts for for the Horn Frogs. But what hurts even worse is that Hudson may only have to move 15 miles away to find his new home because yes, he is favored to land with SMU. Yeah, that that one stings. Um that definitely stings if you're a Horn Frog fan. So uh Hudson looks like he's going to be a Mustang next year. That hurts for TCU especially cuz they got to play him. Um, third on the list, Keon Coleman, wide receiver out of Michigan State. Yes, if you haven't noticed already, the last three names that I have said at the top of the list are wide receivers. Noticing a trend here. Um, four-star wide receiver, again, a 92 overall rating in the portal. Um, the former Michigan State receiver, 6'4", 215 pounds. He's a junior. He's coming off a 65 reception season in 2022 Recorded those for 848 yards and eight touchdowns. And uh, he is a big name in the portal. And he's looking at schools like Auburn, LSU, and Oklahoma. Uh, I'd watch the Tigers on this one. Um, this is where I feel that the uh, the junior will end up. He's definitely got an NFL frame at 6'4", 215 pounds. So somebody to be watching out for, especially if you are an SEC fan. Jalil Tucker. Oregon cornerback, redshirt freshman, six foot, 180 pounds. He was the number 13 corner in the class of 2022. He was a borderline top 100 recruit. He comes in at 109th 
uh, and on threes rankings for the 2022 class. Currently no crystal balls uh, in for this guy. Um, be interesting to see where, where Tucker ends up as a guy that could potentially be a, uh, a starter for, for several power five programs uh, where he is listed. So uh, definitely somebody to watch out for. Uh, Brady Allen is the next guy on this list. The red shirt freshman, 6'4", 205 pounds. He's a quarterback at Purdue. Now this one's interesting because this is another domino in the Quinn Ewers butterfly effect. And if you know if you're just a a casual football fan, you're like, what the heck does Quinn Ewers have to do with Brady Allen at Purdue? Well, Quinn Ewers transferred from Ohio State to Texas, and because he did that, Casey Thompson left for Nebraska, and he is back in the portal because somebody transferred in and took his job. And Hudson Card also transferred out. And where did Hudson Card end up? That's right, Purdue. He is the he's listed as the starter right now. Uh, would be surprised if it was anybody else but him. And now Brady Allen is projected to land at Ole Miss, and Ole Miss is currently uh, expecting Spencer Sanders to start, who transferred from Oklahoma State last season. So uh, the tree continues to widen uh, as this butterfly effect of quarterbacks continues to to change the landscape of college football. Uh, everywhere you look, uh, there's transfer uh, transfer quarterbacks starting on on college rosters. So that's just that's just the new world we live in. All right, the next one, another wide receiver, Caleb Brown. He's got a 90 overall rating, uh, four star transfer guy out of Ohio State. He's a freshman listed at 5'11", 196 pounds. He is currently projected to land at Iowa, which if any of you have you know, watched as much football as I have over the last few years. Why would a wide receiver go to Iowa? I have no idea, but that's where he's projected to land. Oklahoma is second there uh, right now in that race, but I would I would see the the Hawkeyes winning out in that one just based off of the projections here. Um, next guy on the list, we've got Isaac Ukwu. He is a James Madison transfer, an edge. Uh, 6'3", 219 pounds, uh, and he is a redshirt senior, so he is looking for somewhere to spend his final year of eligibility. And right now he's currently projected to head to Auburn to play for Hugh Freeze, uh, and ironically the the other school that he is uh, projected to, to land at in second place is Liberty, where Hugh Freeze just came from. So uh, Uku looks like he is on the move, potentially going to be an SEC guy, uh, be interesting to see where he ends up. Cameron Johnson is next on the list, the tackle out of Houston. He's listed at six foot four, two hundred and ninety-one pounds, and he is currently projected to end up at USC, who is looking for all the offensive lineman help that they can get. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if that's where he actually ends up. Uh, the redshirt sophomore has plenty of eligibility left, so this is a guy that's probably looking for a landing spot to spend the rest of his years in college. But uh, Colorado is lurking in this one, so it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out and if uh, if this is something that uh, that ends up being um, if this is something that ends up being a mutual uh, decision for those guys for him to end up at, at USC, or will he be one of the many? 
opportunities for for Colorado, uh, who is looking for as many bodies as they can currently get right now. Uh, Jalen Key is the next guy on our list. He is a UAB transfer, and he is listed at 6'2", 185 pounds. He's a redshirt senior, so another guy that's got just a year left of eligibility. He will be headed to Ole Miss, it looks like, currently, uh, as far as crystal ball projections go. Uh, that's a guy that that's a guy that certainly has the uh, frame to be a safety at the SEC level. He's listed at 6'2", 190 pounds, and uh, is a guy that is used to being in SEC country, being at UAB and also from Tallahassee, Florida, uh, back in high school. <clears throat> Last guy on our list, Traquan Fegans from Alabama. He is a redshirt freshman, six foot, 180 pounds. He comes in from high school as a four-star uh, cornerback. He had a 93 rating out of uh, out of high school with on three, and he is also projected to land with USC. So if you take a step back and look at this, a lot of these guys in the top 10 uh, to 12 are, are really uh, landing with programs that have been very active whenever it comes to uh, NIL and um, you know transfer portal additions and things of that nature. So it shouldn't be surprising that that's the way that things are going, but um, you know, certainly – uh, just the world that we live in now uh, with transfer portal and, and NIL going hand in hand and creating somewhat of a free agency market in college football. Um, another, uh, a few names that I, I wanted to, these are guys that are outside listed outside of the top 10, but a few names that I, that I thought were noteworthy, uh, especially given what's going on in the landscape right now. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette cornerback, Trey Amos, who is listed at six foot, 173 pounds, Literally everybody in the country wants this guy. Okay, he's got offers out of the portal from LSU, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, Alabama, Michigan, Penn State, Oregon, Miami, Ole Miss. The list just continues from there. But this is somebody that is listed as a three-star in the transfer portal. And clearly uh, he, he's got whatever it is that, that guys are looking for, that coaching staffs are looking for uh, whenever it comes to making additions in the transfer portal. And he's just a sophomore. So clearly uh, there is something about this guy that, that uh, uh, coaching staffs across the country are really looking to add. And uh, it'll be surprised. It'll be interesting to see where he ends up. Uh, he's currently favored to end up at LSU just right down the road uh, from Louisiana Lafayette uh, with Texas A&M right behind them. So be interesting to see where he ends up, probably an SEC guy next year. Casey Thompson, who we talked about earlier just for a bit, um, he is back in the transfer portal, and Blake Sims ended up taking the starting job at Nebraska, or so it seems, and Thompson is going to be with his third program in as many years, and as of now, it looks like the former Newcastle, uh, Oklahoma high school player is, is headed to the SEC to be with Hugh Freeze and the Auburn Tigers. Um, which is an interesting, which is an interesting thought because he is not the only quarterback listed uh, to be favored to Auburn, as is Peyton Thorne, who was a senior last year and a starter for Michigan State. Um, so, so we've got a couple of guys that are potentially headed to play for Hugh Freeze at Auburn, 
So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. That's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of guys uh, listed that direction. And of course, with, with Heafreeze being a new guy, um, there's plenty of opportunities for, for incomers to, for incoming players to, to make an impression and, and be uh, starters there for him. So uh, definitely a program to watch right now are the Tigers uh, as they are favored to land several of the top guys uh, in the transfer portal at the moment. Cody Epps is the last guy I wanted to bring up uh, with him coming into the big 12, really excited to see what he ends up being. And it, and it looked there for a bit that he wasn't going to be with the Cougars going into 2023, but uh, apparently he put his name out in the portal and uh, decided that BYU was the best place for him and decides to pull his name out and and stay with the Cougars, which is just which is great news for BYU. He's an electric player, somebody that they can distribute the ball to in bunches. And I mean, there were teams like Ole Miss that were in the mix, uh, as was who we just spoke about, Auburn. So there are several programs that were interested in in the redshirt sophomore, but uh, he is sticking. He's sticking with the Cougars, which is great news for you BYU fans who are, are looking to make a name for yourself in the big 12. Uh, he will certainly help with that, but that is the, uh, that's the, the transfer portal wrap up. We're going to jump into another little segment here. And I just thought that there were two things that were, that were noteworthy for this week's show. And, and the first is uh, Malik Murphy. If you're not aware, Malik Murphy is currently the uh, second string quarterback at Texas, uh, just ahead of five-star freshman uh, Arch Banning, and just behind Quinn Ewers, and there was a there was a story posted on our on our site at Heartland College Sports that tells you that Malik Murphy turned down several programs ahead of the transfer portal deadline this week, and so you and I both know that you are not supposed to coaches are not supposed to reach out and talk to players whenever they're committed or or not necessarily committed, but signed with another school. Well, there's been some workarounds or some loopholes, if you will, where a coach may not speak to Malik Murphy, but his high school coach that was really close, close with him uh, is not listed as somebody he can't talk to. And so if he lets, uh, Murphy's old old coach know, hey, you know, we're we have a spot for you that you could come and start right now. You don't have to sit the bench at Texas anymore. We're a prestigious program, whoever this is, and uh, we can definitely use you. And we just want you to know that we're interested and that there would be a spot for you here if you decided to enter the portal. We we would definitely make it work. And we're not just talking about teams that saw him during the spring game and saw that he was looked to be an incredible talent uh, at 6'5", 235 pounds. The phone was ringing before then. And according to 247 Sports, schools from the SEC, from the Pac-12, from the Big Ten, they were all calling to gauge his interest in leaving Austin. And they're talking about the opportunities they can present him with. And they're talking about all of these things. You know, I'm sure there was NIL money involved. I'm sure there was all kinds of offers uh, on the table. But here's the deal. 
And, and what makes my heart smile as a college football fan is that he is sticking it out at Texas because he believes that learning from a guy like Steve Sarkeesian outweighed the opportunities that he was going to be presented with with leaving because he likes to compete. That's that's what the source close to Murphy said. He said he likes to compete. He loves the school and program that he's with, and he wants a legitimate shot to be healthy and show what he can do this year. That's I mean, that's worth more than a golf clap. That's worth that's worth a wholehearted clap. That's just uh, that's not something that you hear anymore. And it's it's very refreshing to hear something like that from a backup quarterback who is plenty good enough to start at most schools in the country and and may be good enough to start at Texas. Uh, You know, we'll just have to see how it goes this year. But he certainly looked great in the uh, in the spring game and his 79 yard touchdown throw to Jonte Cook was was chef's kiss good. It was it was really really good. So um it's it's just refreshing to hear a, a kid of that talent of that talent and of that caliber sticking it out. Um that's just not something you see anymore. And on the flip side of that, guys that don't stick it out or maybe didn't have the opportunity to anymore, uh we're going to talk about the latest at Colorado with what Deion Sanders is doing there. We covered this in totality last week, but just a, a heads up or a, an update. There are just 13 players out of the 83 that were on scholarship for Colorado in 2022 when the season started. Just 13 of those guys remain. 13. That's it. And currently, the Buffs have 66 of 85 possible scholarships filled. So, they are eligible to sign or to bring in another 19 uh, scholarship guys before the season starts next year. And, you know, that roster is going to look totally different. Like, you know, you hear people say that, but with Colorado, it's actually going to look completely different. There's only 13 guys that are still there from last year's roster, and they're losing guys that uh, that they don't want to. Uh, there's cer- There are certainly some guys in that in the transfer portal class from – from Colorado that they certainly could have used next year. But when you're cutting that many players, that many friends, that many relationships, um, you're, you're bound to lose some guys that you don't want to. And that's just a byproduct of, of building a roster the way that Deion Sanders has decided to do. So it'll be interesting to see what happens out there, but that's going to do it for us tonight. We really appreciate you guys tuning in for the podcast. Remember, if you like our show, please consider subscribing and leaving us a five-star review on iTunes and make sure you take a screenshot of that review and send it to Pete Mundo. That is P-E-T-E-M-U-N-D-O at heartlandcollegesports.com. And we will get you a free Heartland College Sports koozie out in the mail. We've been doing it for a long time uh, and something just to get you guys more involved and, and something that you can use to keep that drink cold on Saturdays. So we appreciate you guys. I'm Brian Clinton, and we will catch you next time out here in the portal.